All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. New experiences galore and just in general a very fun week and we're going to be sharing a lot of the details of it with you today. First we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. If you guys are not familiar with Cassidy you need to become familiar because it's an amazing way to meet sexy people. You can get on see who's in your area. If you're traveling you can see who's in the city you're going to if you're looking for a little bit different of an experience when you hop on that plane and also Also, they have the biggest selection of lifestyle events and clubs to choose from and just to to get familiar with. It's an amazing way to immerse yourself in the lifestyle space. And for listeners of our show, you can check out Cassidy free for 30 days. When you go to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Again, when you do that, you're going to get 30 free days for all access, all of the features of Cassidy. Check it out for yourself. Start communicating communicating with people and see why we love it as much as we do. We hope to see you there. So great weekend. Holy hell. Great week in general. Yeah. Great week. We had, now we have another, it was crazy, crazy town. Lots of, lots going on. Lots of fucking fun. It was fast and furious, but man, what a phenomenal end to the week. Yes. I will say right now, this is how you know you had a great week. We are burnt to a crisp. Oh yeah. We look like fucking lobsters. Yeah. We are exhausted and we are still just beaming. I really am beaming from this weekend and from this entire, I guess, last five days. The last five days have been an experience, no doubt about it. But the last weekend, this past weekend, was really nice for a lot of reasons, not the least of which is that we just got to un- unwind. We unplugged. I didn't touch my phone for 48 hours. We laid in the sun naked. We hung out with fucking amazing friends, amazing people in general, in a very cool place uh, in Palm Springs. We had a fucking blast at Sea Mountain. And well, let's start chronologically. Let's start with Thursday first, because we are going to talk about my experience on Thursday. Experiences, plural. Well, my my one experience later in the episode. So the the experience we're going to be retelling today or I'm going to be retelling was actually day of our event. A gentleman that you guys have heard about on our show before. So I had this very sexy afternoon rendezvous and then we get ready we go to our event it's a huge success i mean it was holy shit so many people could not have been happier for that event and so many sexy people yeah it's first of all we're obviously we've been talking about it we are back at playhouse we are again hosting our events at playhouse the first and third thursdays and they are fucking awesome listen just being there feels sexy to me i love it and the crowd that we had was a fucking amazing just you know about 125 130 people something like that but everybody in the fucking room was just emanating oozing sexuality it was fucking hot i loved it yeah me too it was funny because i was working the door for a good portion of the night and then when i actually walked into where everyone was kind of mixing and mingling and talking i immediately was like hit in the face with this sexual energy and i was like oh it's gonna be a good night well you always know we talk about it all the time especially in a hot wife situation as soon as playrooms are available people just disappear yep they start peeling off real quick yep that room goes from fucking you know zero to a hundred very fast and it's fucking amazing i just love to see it 
it. And what a great night. Our friends, Dave and Nicole, they're always amazing. They, they're tremendous help to us at these events. And I just enjoyed the shit out of it. It was a great Thursday. And had the, had the week ended there, <laughs> that would have been just fine. Yeah. But that's not where it stopped. No. You, of course, you got to play. We'll talk a little bit about that because I've, we've been on the fence about that, or at least I have been, about you playing at our events. Right. And... Do you want to talk about that at all? Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I come from a different place, you know, and when it comes to a, a hospitality situation, I always want to be there and be attentive and be 100%. I want to be professional and, and, you know, capable of helping and answering any questions and doing all that stuff. So for me, to the idea of just not doing that and kind of becoming part of the party never really kind of enters my mind. But that's me. And this is a hot wife event. You are a said hot wife. So you should, I think, be able to play at these events and enjoy yourself. Once the door is locked, the playroom's open, I think you just become kind of who you are and, and relax and enjoy yourself. And I can do all the other bullshit. And so we determined that, I think, this past uh, week we were talking about it leading up to this event. And listen, let's face it. There are a lot of people there that want your attention. So you had the opportunity to play. I enjoyed that because I didn't have to worry about where you were and with whom you were with, and, you know, any of those things because you were in a safe environment. And that makes it a lot easier on me to, to not have to worry about that shit, you know? Well, it was a great fucking an event for me let me tell you because aside from like I said this great turnout and we were obviously very humbled by so many people wanting to be there but in addition to that the fact that I got to kind of get my professional requirements out of the way and then I just get to be slutty fun Brenna it opened up a whole new door for me I just felt I felt on fire Thursday night and it was so fun for me. I got to make so many new connections. I got some phone numbers. I made out with a stranger in a hallway. <laughs> By the end of the night, I was like, who the fuck am I? Like, yeah. Who is, oh, who is this person? Yeah. Once you get into that zone, it's very easy to lose yourself, you know, which is great. I think that's a good, that's an excellent problem to have. So it was a great fucking time, you know, no doubt about it. You got to play a couple of, well, with a couple of different people in various forms that night, which is super fucking exciting too. So yeah. So we'll talk about that at a later date. I kind of want to save that one because I think I'm still kind of digesting everything that happened and I'm still thinking through what it means for me to play in front of people. Yeah. I'm very torn because there's a part of me that wants to be like super slut Brenna and put on a show because I'm an attention whore and I like <laughs> I just like eyes on me. But there was another part of me that felt like it kind of took away from the experience. For sure. So I'm still I'm grappling with that and I want to think it through before we actually talk about it in detail on the show. But that will come up on a on a future episode for sure. Yeah, because I've got you know I have my own ideas about that anyway, so it'll be interesting. Well, I'm looking forward to that conversation. But then you're right. So we had the event Thursday, then we wake up early Friday morning and we pack up. And let me also say this: I think it's only fair to say we were getting ready to go to Sea Mountain in Palm Springs, and I was kind of doing some research Friday morning because. You know, we... and keep the, put this into perspective. Now we are leaving at like 7 a.m. So this is 6.30 in the morning. Yeah. And I start looking through some threads and, you know, just really trying to research the place. And I realize it's not clothing optional. It's a nudist resort. Right. And I am fucking weird about that. I have a lot of hangups and some of it is body image stuff. If I'm just being honest and transparent, some of it is, you know, I got a little bit of pooch going on. I don't necessarily love it. And I wish I was a little bit thinner in certain areas. But a bigger part of it for me is I don't like being told I have to be naked. Yeah. You know me. I, I'm, I'm not a fan of being told I have to do something. But unfortunately, in situations like this, in these types of places, in order to really enjoy yourself and become part of what's happening, 
It's a conforming kind of thing. So yeah, you have to be naked in the wet areas. If you're in the pool or in the hot tub, you're naked. There's no bathing suit bottoms or any of that stuff. You did have the opportunity, we all did, to have some cover on while you're laying out. Because look, we laid out for seven hours on Saturday. By the time that day was over, I, I'm crisp already, and I don't burn. I, I get tan, but I get red first, and I, I get really dark. But your skin is sensitive. So by the time the day is over, you're, we're done with the sun. You can't sit out in it all day long. So you have to be covered up to some degree. Right. You know, so that wasn't an issue. Everybody was. And then at night, of course, you're in a desert. It gets cold. So you know, it was windy, really windy this weekend. So we'll have a hoodie on or a cover with a towel or a light blanket or something. So from that end of it, I think it was okay. But I get it. I don't like being told that I have to take my clothes off either or anything for that matter. But I do enjoy it. So for me, it's a little bit different. Well, I loved the resort itself, and um, we're not going to talk super in-depth about it, but I want to explain it more from the perspective of why we went. Yeah. Because we were invited by friends. The woman has actually been talked about in-depth on our show before. Yes, she has. So do you want to talk about yeah, that? Yeah, this is the couple that I played with the wife. Uh, this is the person that was, this was their first hot wife experience, but I was also the first person she was with intimately since her husband. So not only was it a first hot wife experience, first solo experience, I was her first in like 20 some odd years, right? And so we became friends, obviously, because we had met before and I got the opportunity to meet them both. And then she and I played and we just have obviously we stayed in contact. But you did not have an opportunity to meet them for more than about 30 minutes. You met them at Playhouse the night before I played with them. Not even 30 minutes, 15. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a lot of time. And, you know, I reached out to them. He and I chat and I was talking to him about something and he mentioned, hey, we're going to be in Palm Springs this weekend because I think what it was was I asked if they were going to make it to the party because we had discussed that and were you going to, they're going to make it on Thursday. And they were flying into Palm Springs on Thursday. And then he said, hey, we've got the villa, which is a two bedroom, two bathroom, single family home across the street from Sea Mountain. And he's like, it's just the two of us. Why don't you guys drive out? You know, if you feel like taking a three and a half hour drive kind of thing. And we weren't 100% sure if we could pull it off because we had a lot of shit going on. But the idea of you and I being able to get out of town for a couple of days, not think about work and not do anything other than be with each other and naked and relax was pretty fucking appealing. Yeah, hard to pass that shit up. (laughs) Yeah, it was tough. So we did. And man, am I fucking glad we did it. If for no other reason, because we got to hang out with two fucking awesome people. Well, like you said, this was my first chance to really get to know these people. So, I mean, it was kind of taking a leap of faith for me. Obviously, you said they were cool and I trust your judgment, but there's always that possibility that I'm not going to gel with them or, you know, personalities are going to clash or whatever that could not have been further from the case these are the nicest coolest people they are easy to talk to we had so much fun getting to know them we went out for dinner we sat by the pool for hours spoiler alert some naughtier shit went on the second night (laughs) yes it did so it was just a perfect weekend with them it really was yeah these are folks that you know listen we talk about this on and off depending on the platform and the situation and i am 100 percent steadfast when it comes to the concept of community there is no recognized universally recognized community in this space a community is what you make of it and you and i have done an amazing job of building a community one person one couple at a time and we have a fucking insane group of friends and these folks fit right in they are they're going to be long-term friends we we got close to them very quickly they're just easy going and they're just, you know, really affable, friendly 
people, which is, you know, and generous to say the least. So, you know, that's the kind of shit that matters to me, you know, when we do these things. Yeah, it was wonderful. And I mean, we won't, like I said, we're not going to go super in depth on Sea Mountain because there's a lot of information out there that you can definitely look up if you're interested in going. I do think it's a unique experience. I think one of the things you and I talked about just recently, as in like within the last half hour is it is a great option for some people and not a great option for others. And I think that goes for any lifestyle venue. There are, there are pros yeah. and cons to literally all of them. The pros to Sea Mountain are, I don't think you're going to find anything like this anywhere. It is so unique. It is so, it's like walking into a different world. I mean, truly. And the whole time you're there, you feel like you're just immersed in this like sexual openness and in an environment that you would never expect in the location it's in it's like this fun little surprise that you get to walk into and you know the guy that owns it is fucking phenomenal and and it, like you said it, depending on if you're a nudist if you're a lifestyler if you're a kinky person you can find what you're looking for there and I, I think that's great I think the major downside for me is it's not clothing optional if I had to choose I would choose a clothing optional place well, again, if, and I said this, I think, on the bonus episode, a lot of the reason that we, we frequent the places that we frequent is in large part due to the staff and the personality and the energy of the place. That's, yeah, you mean like bars and restaurants. Yeah, and, yeah, that's that's where I, you know, that's my world. And if I'm comfortable somewhere, man, I, you know, I tend to want to be there because people are, you know, super helpful and gracious and they're just an awesome staff. And this is no exception. I, I will say that if you want a place with personality and a pulse for sure, this is the best option. Yeah. There's no question about it. It is so fucking inviting and friendly and everyone is helpful, eager to, to give you whatever you need and to provide what you need. And yeah, I love the shit out of it. Yeah. You know what it reminds me of is Palm Springs itself. So oh, this absolutely. is not actually in Palm Springs. It's about 20 minutes outside of Palm Springs. Yeah. But the reason I love Palm Springs is because it has its own unique vibe yes. unlike any other city I've ever been in and this is very much the same there's nothing that you're going to find that's exactly like this no and for that reason alone, I think it's worth checking out. Yeah, it is. If Yeah, like I said, we're not going to, we don't want to beat it up too much. We had a great fucking time. It was awesome. Check it out. You got questions, hit us up. We'll answer them the best we can for you. Yeah. But for the most part, this week has been full of fun, newness, sexiness. I mean, it, it's been crazy. I, I don't even know the last time we've had a week that was this fulfilling, really. Yeah. Particularly I because we ended it with you and I just taking two days to do absolutely fucking nothing but relax. Yeah, I feel rejuvenated despite being exhausted, which I know is a total oxymoron, but that's how I feel right now. Well, listen, as we record this, we are leaving from, once we record, we're going to another party. So you want to talk about <laughs> new experiences and stepping outside of our comfort zones. Yeah, you right? want to talk about masochism too, because we're fucking exhausted. Yeah, and oh, by the way, we're going to get done with this party. It's a it's a daytime pool party. We'll probably get out of there about 8, 30, 9 o'clock tonight. I'm on a fucking plane at 3 o'clock in the morning on Monday. Well, you have to leave for the airport at 3. Yeah, so. so yeah, well, yeah, my plane boards at 5 o'clock. But yeah, we've got a lot going on. But the idea that we discussed, I guess a week ago now, that we are going to try some new things, interact with some people that we wouldn't normally interact with on different, you know, just different platforms and, 
here we are going to a fucking pool party on a Sunday where normally you and I would be sitting somewhere having brunch, drinking mimosas. That's what we would be doing. Well, I'm excited. I am excited to meet more locals. I'm excited to do something we wouldn't normally do. I'm excited for you to not be in such a fucking rut because you get into them. You sure do. You just said it. We'd usually be at brunch, but we don't have to every Sunday. Sometimes we can go to a fucking daytime pool party and meet some cool people and maybe I get to have my tits out one more time throughout the weekend. Maybe. Maybe. That's a thing. You know, look, we're going to go do this. We've got our friends, Nick and Nicole, they're joining us. The folks that are hosting this have been becoming friends now. Uh, They've been to a couple of our events and we've been to a couple of theirs or at least one of theirs. So yeah, there's some folks that we're going to recognize and some folks that we're not going to know that hopefully we'll become friends. You know, that's kind of what we're doing here. We're going to do the best we can. I don't know how naked I'm going to be because I'm pretty toasty, but uh, you know, it'll be fun anyway. (laughs) You know, I'm pretty fucking dark right now. I spent a, it looks like I got trapped outside or some shit and, you know, couldn't, you know, had no shade in the desert. Someone took off all your clothes and then just shoved you outside for eight hours. That's what you look like. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I don't know. We're going to see uh, how I feel. Hopefully, <laughs> uh, I'm comfortable enough uh, by in terms of my skin not tingling to get a little bit uh, naked. But anyway, it's going to be a good fucking time. And we'll, uh, yeah, it's new. We haven't done this before. We've never done a pool party, a local pool party uh, since we've been in Vegas. Yeah, it's fucking time. We're in Vegas and we haven't been to a topless pool party yet. What is wrong with us? I don't feel like you're an actual Las Vegan until you've done that. Well, to be fair, the pool's only opened a couple of weeks ago. And it's been really fucking cold. So, you know. <laughs> and you're a giant weenie about the cold, if yeah. we're being real. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I don't want to fucking freeze. I, if I'm sitting in, the, listen, if I'm laying in the sun, I'm in the sun to be sunbathed. I don't want to freeze. That's just crazy to me. Yeah. I wouldn't do it. You're just kind of a weenie, but anyway, it's okay. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. So, anyway, should we get to single guy tip of the week? Yes. Okay, I'm excited for this one. Well, I'm not excited. I shouldn't say that. Why? Are you it's excited? not a great single guy tip of the week, but I find it interesting because I think it might be the first time anyone has been quite this audacious. Okay. Oh, that's saying and something. that is fucking saying something. So this gentleman reached out on our BDSM site and he his first message was quite the message. Let me tell you. He was bragging about himself for two paragraphs. He is talking about the fact that he is an ex-DKNY model and he traveled the world. He's been to 27 countries. He speaks four languages. He is a master masseuse. Like just on and on and on about all of these things that I don't honestly I don't fucking care about I think it's interesting but to open with all those things I'm like immediately as I'm reading this you guys can imagine I'm like a giant douche alert right well it's only interesting if it makes you an interesting person like did all of that travel help you to grow as a person it's like, you bigger know what I mean? than that like, I, I want to know those things about people if you have interesting facts about you i want to know that but i don't think it's appropriate in the first message because it comes across as bragging no of course it comes across as you think you are the shit and you think your shit doesn't stink and you're gonna tell me all the ways in which your shit doesn't stink and i just don't fucking care at well, that point because we haven't developed any rapport where i care about those things about you does that make sense well yeah but it's also a situation where you you know, and we see this a lot, right? I mean, you know, social media is like the best place to see the the worst of people, which is why we don't, you know, I try not to fuck with it very much. Well, we do for a living. What are you talking about? Yeah, but All not, we do is on social media. Yeah, but not from the perspective of scrolling it to read people's bullshit. It's, you know, it's not a marketing device stuff. for right, us. Right, yeah. Right. So what's interesting is anytime I've ever met anyone that has had to explain to me how amazing they are, 
they typically are not fucking amazing. They're right. really trying to convince themselves of how amazing they are or how amazing their relationship is, when in fact it's a fucking train wreck or they're complete disasters. And this is the image that they want you to see when you see them. And But they actually don't see that in themselves at all. And they know you're not going to. So they have to do their level best to impress you with all this erroneous bullshit well we're not even at the worst part yet okay so the worst part is we get to the end of the message where he has bragged about himself for multiple paragraphs and he ends it with okay now your turn sell me on you oh no no fuck you no that's what he says to me so i'm like okay so i write back and i'm like i'm sorry did i miss the part did i black out one night and not realize that i had sent you a message first you're reaching out to me clearly there is interest on your end of you and me i'm not interested in you i'm looking at his pictures i'm not there's no reason for me to be interested in this guy are you seeing a former dkny model in these pictures i mean he's not a bad looking guy but he's just not my type at all like he's the opposite of my type in a lot of ways okay that's uh, doesn't matter that's i'm gonna leave it at that but The bigger problem to me is I don't have to sell myself to anyone. I don't care if fucking Ryan Reynolds walked into a bar one day and was like, hey, if you want to fuck me, you have to sell me on you. I'd be like, oh, no, Ryan Reynolds, you're hot, (laughs) but you're not that fucking hot. Like, I am never going to be that person. And the fact that you think you have the audacity to believe that I should have to do that is ridiculous. Well, listen, we talk about awareness a lot and this motherfucker doesn't have any. No, I completely disagree. I think that this is a tactic. I think this is a guy, he's on a BDSM what site. What tactic? To not get laid? Li- hold, hear me out. I think this is a guy who's on a BDSM site. He lists himself as a dom. I think he is somebody who likes to paint himself as a super alpha man. And he assumes that if he can kind of develop some level of control early on, that that's going to speak to certain people. And I actually don't think that that's completely incorrect. I think that there unfortunately are some people out there that would that would work for them. I guess. Look, look. I'm just not that fucking person. Let me save you some trouble. Alphas don't have to tell you that they're alpha. You never you, it's not necessary. Right, but if you are new to this space, you don't know any better, you haven't had any real experience in the BDSM world and someone reaches out to you this way, I can see how you would go is this the norm? Is this something that I have to do in order to participate in this lifestyle? I think it's manipulative. I think it's gross. I think it is beyond fucking full of himself. Well, I mean, oh, I see. I disagree with that. This is a guy who's weak. This is a weakness is what you're seeing. Oh, interesting. That's a weakness. If I have to explain to you all the ways that I'm awesome, I am the weakest person in the room. I don't have to say anything. You're going to figure it out. So his response back was wonderful because I I wrote back. I literally was like, I don't you have to remind me. I said, I've been on cough syrup a lot lately. Do I not remember reaching out to you first where I was expressing some level of interest and therefore I should have to explain why? And he goes, well, no, but I need to know what you bring to the table because I'm very sought after. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Look, first of all, the idea that anyone for any reason even if you reached out to him first, would have to sell sell yourself to, on him. It's like, no, what the fuck are you talking about? No, is selling themselves to everyone Well, that's online. what's happening anyway. At all times, but you don't have to say it. That's the point. We're constantly, as you're looking for play partners and you're communicating with people and you're vetting people, you're constantly making judgment calls. Of as course. Well, as well you should be. Yeah, of course. There's nothing wrong with that. It's about how you present it. So instead of sell me on you, what about... 
Why can you tell me a little bit about your experiences and your desires and some of the things that you're interested in? That's a completely different approach that would have had so much more success. Well, listen, even if you have to use that terminology, how about sell me on why you think we might be a good fit? I'm not going to sell anyone you know? on fucking anything. Well, that's my point. If, if that's you... the terminology he had to use, there are better ways to do it than sell me on you. Like, what the fuck are you even talking about? Yeah, anyone that says sell me on shit... I also hate authority. Let's be real. I hate to be told what to do, as we just mentioned. Yeah. I fucking hate it. Well, the yeah. second you tell me what to do is the second that I am going to make you look stupid. Well, it's also like we're not talking about a used car here. You know, what the fuck is your what's your problem? Like, <laughs> sell me on you. Like, what the fuck does that even mean? You Like he's you, trying to make quota for the month. Yeah. yeah. You read my profile. You looked at some pictures and you thought, well, let me reach out. This is somebody I might be interested in. And from that, you garnered, well, now you have to sell me on you. Like, what the fuck Get are you talking about? Get out of here, you douche. Listen, you giant douche. This is, like I said, anyone who has to tell you how fucking amazing they are, 99 times out of 100 is less than amazing. Yeah, and I'm that happy kind to tell shit, you how wonderful you are and you don't even believe me. No, because you're, you're a little crazy. I'm not. You are. But that kind of shit is so, it's such a turnoff. It is such a fucking turnoff to me. Yeah. You know, and when I, once again, while I have not seen a lot of that, from females that reach out to me now i get it from couples a lot typically i think it comes from the male side of the couple i have had a couple of women reach out with the same kind of tone you know in terms of like well what can you do for me kind of thing or why would i want to be interested in you kind of thing i don't know you fucking reached out to me because i never reach out to anybody first so why I don't should even i have to choose ask that question. you yeah yeah it's yeah. like that kind of thing like okay i get it I, whatever you you're special awesome but <laughs> I didn't reach out to you, so right. I I'm, I don't care. You reached out to me. Yeah. You know? Like, I, I don't understand that that concept. Yeah. Anyway, people, just don't be a dick. Dude, guys, just don't be a fucking dick. Well, don't be full of yourself. And like I said, there's ways to get to know people that don't make it seem as if you are somehow dominating them in a conversation with a complete stranger one message in. Yeah. Like, get real. It doesn't well, work. And that also speaks to, uh, and I want to I, I want to get, I want to end this because I'm just getting aggravated. But it, that kind of conversation the opening conversation speaks to I want you to be impressed by all of this bullshit that doesn't matter because I don't think you're going to really like me for me that's right. a fucking weakness it's a veil it, it's a uh, yeah listen it's a suit of armor is what that is don't worry about this over here come look at this here this is important Th that stuff doesn't matter well that's you know, why i always talk about vulnerability being literally the most important thing to me yeah. if you can be vulnerable if you can have a real conversation about who you really are that alone speaks volumes and very few people have that ability no that's not a trait most people possess so anyway be vulnerable and don't open with that kind of shit so yeah. moving on fuck all that i have an um amazing story to talk about today. I, I think the reason that this story is special is because of my connection with this person. It has been unexpected. It has been fiery in the best possible way. There is a certain level of chemistry that has happened in the very short amount of time that he and I have known each other that just results in this explosion between he and I that I then am able to transfer to your and my connection. And it is so fun. It's like this reminder of why the Hot Wife lifestyle just fucking works for us. And yeah. so I'm going to talk about that in detail today. But before we get to that, I want to say thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. 
This episode of FPS is brought to you by Promescent. Promescent has some of my absolute favorite products for women. For example, their warming female arousal gel is tingling and warming, the perfect duo for your pleasure. They say the smallest things make the biggest impact, and I can say from personal experience... Permescence Warming Female Arousal Gel is exactly that. With just one pea-sized drop on my clit region, I can ex- experience sex or solo masturbation like I never thought was possible. It is one of my favorite products. I go back and forth between that and Permescence Buzzing Gel when I'm playing by myself, especially with my vibrator. I'm telling you guys, it will change the way you think about masturbation. You have to try these two products. There are so many other female-centric products from Permescent as well, like Vitaflex for women. I take it all the time. Brian takes the men's version and it definitely helps with our recovery and our energy levels. And it also can help with things like your libido. So check out all of Promescent's products today by heading over to promescent.com. We hope you love their products as much as we do. So what are you doing July 23rd? Me? As in, what am I doing? Yeah, what are you doing? I think I'm going to be at a fucking cool party. (laughs) Yeah, yes, you will. July 23rd, The Real Hot Wives of Denver, part two. The first one was fucking amazing. You do not want to miss this. We have one room remaining on property. Tickets will go quickly. They already are. The last one sold out about two weeks prior to the event. And I'm telling you, it is a great fucking time. Yes, we had so many sexy people there and truly a night to remember. And if you guys want to join us, again, that's July 23rd, and you can find tickets today at members.frontporchswingers.com for the Real Hot Wives of Denver. And also don't forget, we have our very first vault party coming up at Playhouse LV here in Las Vegas, and that is May 5th. Yes, Cinco de Mayo is going to be full of couples, singles who enjoy bisexual play in this amazing facility that is Playhouse LV. I cannot fucking wait. It is going to be the first Thursday of every month starting on uh, May 5th. And man, we have got some sexy folks lined up already. Ticket sales are going quickly. I cannot fucking wait to have this event. It's everyone. It's all anybody's talking about. This is what they were talking about at our event on Thursday night. Yeah, people are really excited. So make sure you join us again by heading to members.frontportswingers.com. Fill out a free app application and buy your tickets today. We hope to see you there. So as mentioned, I feel like my experiences with the gentleman that we're going to talk about today kind of get back to our hot wife roots. I think what we've talked about many times and what I'm sure a lot of hot wife couples that are listening right now can really relate to is that reconnection being as explosive as possible. And of course, for me, it's always as explosive as possible when the experience with the single gentleman is as good as this one was. No doubt. And I think uh, we didn't we decide we're going to call him Leo. Yes. And he loves the name, by the way. He absolutely adores. Yeah, it's so funny. Leo the Lion. So uh, (laughs) the truth is you got to play with him Thursday before our event. Yes. And then, of course, we saw him at the event. Now, I you guys played. I mean, I'm going to skip ahead here a little bit. I came back a little early. So you guys had just finished up and you guys weren't even dressed yet or he wasn't dressed yet. So we had a chance to kind of talk and and interact a little bit just after your play session. But then, of course, he came to the event and I got to, to chat with him there. And he's just a genuinely solid fuck dude you know i just like him yeah but it's more than that because there's a lot of solid dudes in my life for sure this is different and it's it's proof that when it works it really fucking works because my magnetism to this man my attraction for this man is 
at a higher level than I've experienced in a very long time. And that's not to discount anyone that I've been playing with. It's just this unspoken, undeniable pull that he has on me. And it's really fun. Well, there's no question because you do, not that you're, you know, going out of your way to play with them or, or putting anything off for you to do that, but you're genuinely excited when the opportunity comes up for you to see him. It's an all-day thing, too, because he was coming into town, so we're talking all morning. He drove four hours to be here for us to play and then to be at our event, and he's texting me, you know, kind of leading up to him leaving in the morning, and then he stopped a couple of times, so he texted me on his way, and the whole time, it's like every time I got a message from him, I'm replaying the last time we were together. I'm replaying these hot scenes of him, you know, fucking bending me over a bed, and spanking my ass and telling me what to do and just how electric I felt with him during those moments. And that is something, like I said, that doesn't come around every day. To me, it's like there's sex and then there is experiences. And right. the times I've been with this man are an experience. Well, you were acting like a giddy little girl. Actually, you were you were getting butthurt because he didn't respond to you quickly enough when you were texting no, him that's not before he was. got here. No, that's not what it was. Yes, it is. He was running fucking late. Yeah. And I didn't like that because I'm like, I'm a spoiled fucking brat. I want you to be here and fuck me now, not in two hours right now. Yeah, but again, you were behaving like a petulant child because you wanted what you wanted when you wanted it. Yeah, And that's you weren't me. getting it. And then it was I'm not point, changing. You better embrace it. At one point, he didn't respond to you quickly enough. And you're like, he's not he's not texting me back. I'm like, would you just relax and give the guy a break? He's driving for fucking hours. <laughs> you know, well, I was excited. So, yeah, I mean, there's definitely some uh, a real connection there, which I think is great. It's fun to watch. Yeah. So he finally gets here. And I will also say we've talked about this many times on the show, but it's almost at this point like a subconscious thing to me where I'm getting ready for a play date and I'm I'm not purposefully doing more because I'm more excited. It's just like a, a thing that kind of naturally happens. Like, for example, I'll be putting on lotion and I'm like, I think I already put on lotion or I'm washing my face and I'm like, eh, I'm pretty sure I already washed my face. It's just like an over primping because yeah. I am genuinely that excited. And it's almost like my brain's going in overload. I'm thinking about all the things that could be happening. So the logical part of me trying to complete tasks isn't really there. No, and of course, you you always want to put your best foot forward, but especially when it's somebody that you are really excited to see you, you want to see, you want them to see you in your best light, you know? Of course. And so naturally you're all worked up. Yes. Oh, okay. So anyway, then I decide I very purposefully picked out an outfit because Leo is all about the curves. He loves my curves. He loves my booty. So I wanted to pick off, pick out a piece that was really going to show them off and that I knew he would be impressed by. But I also wanted to have a robe over top of it because I wanted it to be kind of a surprise that he unwrapped. So I put on my black leather lingerie that zips all the way up the front. Yeah, I love that thing. And what I love most about it is it creates this really nice hourglass figure. It has the stitching on each side. So it, it kind of tapers in at the waist a little bit and it makes my ass look if i may say so myself to toot my own fucking horn for a second it makes my booty look phenomenal no i love that piece of lingerie it's got the, it's black it's got that white contrast stitching it's very fucking hot 
So I put that on. I put my black robe over it. He texts me and says he's about a half hour out. I tell you that. So you leave. And I'm waiting there. And I'm realizing again how just overly excited I am because I am fucking pacing. I'm looking at my phone. I'm lighting candles. I put on a specific playlist. I had everything orchestrated for this play session. Yeah, no, it was, look, you were eager, like pacing around. I'm like, All right, look, I'm going to get out of here because you're making me crazy. Crazy. And, <laughs> I can tell. You know, I, I can tell my energy was rubbing off on you and not yeah. in a good way yet. <laughs> I'm like, just, just text me when you're ready. I'll, I'll come back. You <laughs> this know. fucking neurotic bitch is driving me nuts. I got to yeah. get out of this house. <laughs> you were just so impatient. Like, I got to go. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> so I just took off. I went and grabbed a cup of coffee. I had a couple errands to run. I was just taking my time. You know, I had a couple of phone calls I had to make, which was it worked out really well. And so, yeah, I left you guys alone. And, and I expected you to take your time now of course he came in a little bit later than than you expected him to come into town and we had the event that night but i figured this is at least two hours two and a half hours so i had a lot of shit to do so i just went and did it so he knocks on the door i open up the door and it literally is like the second that we lock eyes I'm like, oh, this is fucking on. I can tell that he's excited too. And this is a man who's very calm, cool, and collected. He's not hectic. There's no chaotic energy. No. So that's not what it is. It's this look in his eyes. It's intentional. Like he wants me to know the moment that we make eye contact that he fucking wants me. Yeah, he's a very level-headed his energy is very soothing. You know what I mean? He's, he's very easy well, to be around. Well, not for me, but... <laughs> no, but he, he, he's very easy to be around. So the idea that that fire, that magnetic energy happens is really interesting. You know what it is? It's not even fire. It's smolder. He yeah. has a smolder to him. He has a quiet confidence. Again, why I named him Leo and why he liked it so much, because that's what it is to me. It's like, you know that there's this beast inside, but he's not displaying it for the world to see it's something that comes out in the most appropriate and sexy moments. well it's literally what we just talked about with single guy tip of the week i don't have to tell you if i'm a lion right i just am right you'll figure it out exactly you know that's what that's about that's the difference so he comes in obviously he's been driving for over four hours so he wants to kind of clean himself up he goes into the restroom kind of showers and i you know hear like the water running and he's obviously cleaning up and i am just again pacing through the fucking kitchen waiting i think he was probably in there for five minutes it felt like 30 well of it course was like come on <laughs> how dare you want to clean up after driving yeah. what's wrong with i don't you? care if you have road sweat get in here i don't care if your balls are sweaty or salty that is the least of my concerns right now <laughs> so he finally comes out of the bathroom after the five minutes probably. yeah finally comes out like he spent the fucking weekend there <laughs> he comes over i hand him a glass of water and almost immediately we start touching each other he is kind of rubbing on my robe it's silky so he's kind of you know just feeling the texture of it rubbing down on my ass just a little bit and we start making out with each other he has these amazing smooth soft lips and again, it is this unspoken thing. I think the most interesting thing in the world is like, I can't really explain the chemistry. It's not right. It's not something that can be easily explained in words. It's something you have to feel. Yeah. But I feel it with him on a very high level. So, I mean, we're not even making out for probably 30 seconds. And all of a sudden, I just feel like the butterflies. I feel the sweat going. I feel that I'm getting wet. I mean, the whole nine yards. It was so hot to me because, I mean, this is what I had been waiting for is somebody 
to really speak to my mind and body in that way, it's unique. It's not something that happens all the time. No, that's kind of that thing that we, we talk about a lot, right? That's what we're chasing, something really exciting that gets the motor running and, you know, it builds up anticipation and you're eager to make these experiences happen. Yeah, that's a big deal. So this is really hot. So he takes my robe off. He places it on the seat in our dining room. And in our dining room, we have this kind of like bar area where the counter is higher than all the rest of the counters, right? And for me, it's like boob height. Right. It's, it's very tall for me because I'm fucking short. So he tells me to place my hands on the counter. Again, aggressive, assertive. I fucking loved it. And it's a, a, this tone in his voice, this gravel. Like, I can tell... That that he's getting off on telling me what to do just as much as I'm getting off on him telling me what to do. Right. And that's what's exciting because I've been with guys where it's like, I tell them, I really like alpha men. I like when men can take control and then you can tell they're doing it because they feel like they have to versus because that's who they are. Yeah, it's a huge difference. This is an alpha man and he understands how to take control in a way that is sexy. So I put my hands on the counter and he's like, spread your legs. So I spread my legs. He's like further. So I spread them a little bit further. Now I'm, I'm basically as far as I can spread my legs. He hikes the leather lingerie up over my ass and he starts spanking me on each, each ass cheek. And we had talked ahead of time about some impact and him really kind of doing that for me. We were both very excited about it, but I didn't realize how excited I was until he actually started spanking me. I mean, it's a hot scene. Again, picture this. I'm in black leather lingerie with my hands on the counter, my legs spread, this hot fucking dude behind me smacking my ass as hard as he can. Yeah, that's like, that's the ultimate for you. Holy fuck, it was hot. So <laughs> he did that for a couple of minutes. Then he gets down on his knees behind me and starts eating me out from behind. And he's kind of licking on my pussy lips. Then he starts licking on my ass, which is so fucking naughty. And I love it. And then he goes back to my pussy. And then he reaches up. He has one of my ass cheeks in each hand. And he is spreading my ass apart so that he can get further into my pussy. And he's just devouring it like it's a fucking juicy peach or something it was well, it so <laughs> it was so hot oh my god just even now talking about it i'm like fuck that's hot so that went on for a while i mean it was probably a good five minutes of him just eating me from behind there wasn't a lot of like clitoral stimulation so i didn't come from it but that was almost better because it felt like a tease it felt like this build up and i almost felt like he knew that's what he was doing to me he well, probably did. He knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah, it was it was wonderful. So then he stops and he starts undressing kind of a little bit behind me. So I'm turning and he's like, no, leave your hands on the counter. So I have to kind of leave my hands there. And then at one point I start bringing my legs closer together. And he's like, nope, keep them spread. Again, with this tone in his voice and this confidence. And it was so sexy. So I'm kind of cocking my head to the side with my hands still up on the counter. And I'm watching this gorgeous fit fucking man peel his clothing off. He has this great, I don't usually like plaid, but it looked fabulous on him. <laughs> he takes this plaid shirt off. All right, let, me, let me just be clear. <laughs> you fucking hate plaid plaid like plaid flannel and cargo shorts are like like it's it's your crypt it's kryptonite to you you can't handle it 
Adam from you the Naked it. Relationship Podcast is screaming as he's listening to this right now because he and I talk all the time about how much I fucking hate plaid. So he'll send me pictures of him wearing plaid. He sent me plaid pajamas for Christmas. Yeah, I mean, if I you, fucking hate plaid. Yeah, if you don't want to make, if someone doesn't want to make your pussy wet, they just have to show up in plaid and cargo shorts. Well, you know what? Leo can wear plaid any fucking time. Leo could have showed up in cargo shorts, Crocs, and plaid. That's saying it's, listen, and with sweaty balls, that and a, I would have been like, "Nah, it's fine." That is a bold, bold statement that's, because I don't own any of those things. That's how much I love fucking this man. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't even have anything remotely close to any of those things because you fucking hate all of them. <laughs> I hate them. It didn't matter. He looked great in it. I mean, he looked great out of it. I think that's what it was. Is like the mental image of him like unbuttoning the shirt and like his abs are showing through, and then he kind of peels off the shirt. Like he's teasing me. He's really putting on a show for me in all of this because he knows that I obviously find him ridiculously attractive and he's also smart enough to know he looks fucking great naked. Yeah, he's doing exactly what he's intending on doing. Oh, it was great. So he's peeling the shirt off then he peels his pants off and he reveals this cock. Actually, that's not even true. He told me to reach back with one hand and start stroking on his cock. So he takes his shirt off, but his pants are still on. I'm stroking his cock before he takes it out. And I can tell that it's getting hard and it's almost kind of like pulsating in his pants. Super fucking hot. I thought it was going to break through those fucking buttons on his pants because he has a very nice large cock and it was getting rock hard as I was rubbing it. So hot. Yeah, well, I wouldn't be surprised because it's gigantic. So <laughs> you've seen it. You've seen pictures now yeah. and video. <laughs> yeah, I have. I've seen it all. <laughs> so, Actually, I think you, maybe you have a video you haven't sent me yet, or maybe you did. I need to double check. So he takes his pants off, finally, reveals this beautiful cock. It is very hard. It looks amazing. Even better than the last time I remember. From from just from memory, this was better for whatever reason. So <laughs> the exact same cock, I'm well aware. But anyway, he takes his pants off, takes his shirt off, puts them to the side, and then he goes into the kitchen. And so he's facing me now. He's facing the counter. We're looking at each other. And he remembered from the last time that we played together, you guys probably remember this too, where he was stroking his cock. Right. And I was watching the whole thing. So he kind of recreated that for me he was standing in the kitchen just stroking himself and staring into my eyes and again just this chemistry that is going back and forth we are not saying a word not a word is being spoken but we can tell what the other person is saying he's standing in the kitchen stroking his cock looking at me and i can tell what he's saying is you want this fucking cock don't you and what i'm saying back with my eyes is yes i need that fucking cock it was so fun and exciting to be able to just have this like unspoken bond over cock rubbing in the kitchen. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the best, right? When you don't have to say anything. Exactly. Oh, God. So then eventually he comes back over. He pulls me away from the counter. We start making out again. And he's like, where do you want to go play? And it was actually really hot in the bedroom that day. Our bedroom gets hotter than the rest of our place. So I didn't necessarily want to go in there. I turned the air all the way down because it was it was just hot. Yeah, in I walked in. It was 65 degrees in here, which well, I, I was like, what the fuck? How, what was going on in here? A lot. Okay. Clearly. <laughs> so, so we're like, we're going to play in the living room. So we go into the living room and he unzips my dress a little bit. My lingerie pulls out my tits, starts kind of grabbing on them, sucking on them as we're standing next to. We have this giant, I'm not even sure I would call it a couch. It's like a... 
It's I don't a know. giant deep couch. It, I guess it is a couch, but it's just deeper than a normal couch. So you can really go to town on this fucking couch. Yeah. It's great. So we're standing next to it. And then he kind of commands me to sit down on the couch. And I just barely start sucking his cock. And he's like, well, first I want to lick you. So I lay down and he starts licking my pussy. And it is fucking phenomenal. But again, like I, like I mentioned the last time I was with Leo... I like his cock so much and I loved the first time that we fucked so much that the pussy licking was very secondary to me. Right. It was like, I just need the cock. That's all I could think about. It felt great. He was doing a great job with it, but it almost felt like a consolation prize or like the shitty appetizer that you get before the fucking filet mignon. And not because he wasn't great at it, just because I wanted the fucking filet mignon so bad. Well, that's because you enjoy his cock so much. The rest of it almost doesn't matter, which once again goes right back to the plaid cargo shorts. Like, you know, pl- you hate fucking plaid and you absolutely love love having your pussy licked so the idea that these two things are not an issue yeah. should tell everyone exactly what you're really thinking about this guy <laughs> you know it's not the shitty appetizer it's like the bread that they bring you before. yeah well you have to eat it because you're waiting and you're hungry yeah you know? you're like well whatever i guess i'll have a fucking piece of bread yeah, what i, mean, I really I, want I is this, this you know eighty dollar yeah. steak i got this ordered. great steak coming but i'll eat this shit <laughs> yeah. you know whatever which is insane because i don't know anyone who enjoys having their pussy licked as much as you do oh so, yeah yeah, I mean, it's crazy. So that tells you how great his cock is. Yeah. So it does not last long at all. And I'm like, I really fucking need you to fuck me. I sit back up. I suck his cock for a little while longer. He's kind of face fucking me a little bit. It's not super aggressive. And it's a very kind of slow thing. Like he's really pushing and moving his hips into my mouth. And he kind of grabs me on one side around the neck a little bit. And he's forcing me down on his cock, but it's not uber aggressive. He's definitely in control, but it's not this like frenzied thing at all, right? So, and again, it doesn't last long because it's clear that we both just want to fuck. Yeah. So he goes and gets a condom and he puts it on and he tells me that he wants to fuck me bent over first. So I get on all fours on the couch and my legs, my knees are basically on the very, very edge of it. And my ass is completely up in the air. And again, you guys have to keep in mind, this is a large cock. For those of you who have not been with a cock this size, to be in that position starting out It's a fucking challenge, usually, because especially if you're not ridiculously wet yet, it can take some maneuvering and it kind of hurts. And there was that initial stretch that kind of is a little bit painful with a cock this big. But for the most part, it just slid right in. I was wet. I was so ready. I wanted him so bad. If there was any pain after that initial stretch, I don't remember it. Yeah, you weren't even paying attention to it that. It didn't matter. Nothing mattered. The plaid didn't matter. Nothing fucking Listen, mattered. if the plaid doesn't matter, then th- the rest is academic. <laughs> it didn't matter. It was so good. And again, these noises he kind of makes and, you know, he's not super verbal, but when he does say something, it's sexy. It's this gravelly tone. It's lower than he normally talks. And it just makes me stand at attention. I'm waiting for him to say something to me as he's fucking me from behind. Just I'm, I'm anticipating something naughty coming out of his mouth. And as soon as it does, it just sends me over the fucking edge. So there was one point where he's fucking me and he's like are you gonna come for me and I was like yes I am it was not even 20 seconds after he said that I had a convulsing orgasm I'm talking leg shaking back arched I was gripping the couch with both hands as hard as I possibly could it was so fucking strong yeah well listen I saw the video so 
I know. Oh, my God. You don't even know the half of it. <laughs> well, finding out. Now. So after that is when he kind of positioned me on uh, differently on the couch. So we were lengthwise on the couch instead of widthwise. And he pushed me down. He pushed my head and my shoulders down into the couch and had me arch my back and my ass up as far as it would go. That's when you got the picture. He was spreading my pussy. And he was like, right. your pussy looks so fucking good right now. Can I take a picture of it? And I was like absolutely you can and he's like talking he's like i'm such a pervert this is so hot i'm like well then i guess i'm a pervert too because this is fucking hot pervert you met your match so he takes a picture and what i sent to you was this big hand spreading my pussy lips apart right and and his hand is like it's my whole ass and my pussy and just his hand spreading me it's a fucking phenomenal picture i feel like we should frame it and put it up in our house that's how fucking hot it is yeah that wouldn't be weird at all no no, no. not at all no. who, who, who comes to our house that isn't fucking us that's fair i mean it's not yeah. like we have you know vanilla friends sitting sipping wine that are gonna be like oh that is that brenda's pussy this is oh. weird yeah that's uh, yeah i guess we could they'd yeah, walk in it. and be like that's brenda's pussy cool i've seen that before just like put it over the fireplace <laughs> next to the picture of us at dinner or something <laughs> next to the picture of us having thanksgiving drinks yeah <laughs> So anyway, that picture happens quickly after he enters me again. It is so fucking hot. He's spanking me Uh, for a little while. He actually got his flogger out and was using it on me as he was kind of fucking me from behind. But the reality was and we had talked about that ahead of time. I was really into the idea of him flogging me, but we wanted each other too bad. Like there were there was not time for that. Right. There was no time for the extras. I needed the cock and I think he needed the pussy. And I mean, he's just making me come over and over again it was so fucking hot and then he tells me to roll over and lay on my back so i'm on my back we're looking at each other and again this is where you really understand the connection when you're facing them and fucking yes and you know words are going back and forth but it's also this smoldering eye contact and just this outrageous connection and it was ridiculous ridiculously just uh, so erotic i can't even describe it words can't describe how i felt in that moment because all i'm thinking of is i need this like i need this cock this feels so good and the other thing is this is interesting once again back to the hot wife roots this was a hot enough experience for me that multiple times throughout especially when he and i were really going back and forth and he's fucking me on top and i'm reaching around and just grabbing onto like his strong shoulders he's thrusting in me i'm thinking to myself I cannot fucking wait to tell Brian about this. I cannot wait to tell him and see his reaction, see the look on his face. It was so exciting. Yeah, that's what we talked about, you know, a while back about getting to, you know, what really moves us in this space. And those are the moments that, or the experiences that make the difference for us. All of them, listen, we don't have bad experiences anymore. We're at that point where I think we've eliminated Knock on all wood. of that. Now we're going to because you just said that. Uh, no, I'll do a rain <laughs> dance. But yeah, I think it's uh, it's a situation where the what really speaks to us what really speaks to us are moments like that and situations like that, 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 I mean, it's just intense. I mean, we talk, we'll talk about it. We had crazy hot sex when I got back. Oh my God. Yes. Well, and what's special about that is that moment where I'm, I'm having amazing sex with a hot fucking dude and I'm still thinking of you. And how you're going to react to it and how much you're going to feed off of this. And that was what was special. I felt connected to you while I'm fucking someone else. And there are people that will literally, even in the lifestyle, never be able to understand that concept. No, we talk to folks all the time that are, you know, more traditionalists and they're just, it's like lost on them. Yeah, like we're speaking fucking Mandarin Chinese while we're trying to explain it. Yeah, Yeah, they don't get it. 
but I get it and you get it. And that's all that really fucking matters. For sure. <laughs> so this is also so fucking hot. So as we're building up the in- intensity of the sex, we start really dirty talking with each other. I mean, I'm like, that cock feels amazing. You have the best cock. It's so big. And he's talking about how good my pussy feels, how tight it is. I'm like, oh, you're so sexy. And just looking at each other the entire time we're doing this. And then I can always tell when he's getting close to orgasm because the connection kind of almost stops. It's like he focuses on his own pleasure in that moment. And I love that. I think some people would be kind of put off by that. I am not at all. There's nothing wrong with that. I think it is so fucking hot that you're able to kind of be in the moment with me to a point and then also understand like, okay, now it's time for me to have the pleasure. It's time for me to really enjoy this moment to its fullest. Yeah, it's not a situation where it's solely someone who is focused on their own orgasm or their own pleasure. They have provided you with pleasure. They made sure yours came first. And then when it's time for them to have that experience, I don't think there's a fucking thing wrong with that. I mean, I'm I'm much the same way. It was fucking hot. So he gets ready to come. He starts shaking. Literally, his body starts shaking. And you guys will remember this from the first time I talked about Leo, but he has the hottest fucking orgasms because they are strong and obvious. I mean, his cock pulsates like you would not believe it's almost like he has a vibrator his cock turns into a vibrator for like 30 seconds it's just like this throbbing moving cock and it's just clear that it's like pushing all of this cum out and he's making all of these amazing noises and then he kind of pulls out from me and he's just like walking around continuing to kind of moan and and just produce these guttural noises Oh, I loved it. It's like watching a fucking show. He should he should have a show where he, he just, just comes. Did. People pay to just watch him come on stage. He would make some great fucking money, let me tell you. I think he just put on a show. <laughs> I saw the video. Oh, God, it was hot. So he comes, and then we kind of are standing with each other a little bit, just touching each other, kind of coming down from everything. And he's like, I would really like to take a shower. And I kind of thought, okay, he's just going to go in the bathroom and take a shower, and that's going to be the end of it. Instead, he calls me into the bathroom with him. And we're standing there together. He has this like the curtain most of the way open so that I can see him showering. And he's like using the soap that he brought, and he's rubbing it all over his body. And it was so fucking erotic for me because I remember in this moment being like, wow, that's a really fucking hot dude. And his giant cock was just inside of me. Well, one of the things I do really appreciate about Leo is that he is incredibly detail oriented when it comes to his hygiene and cleaning himself up. Like even at the, at the parties at the club, he always takes time to do that. It's like, it's really a very courteous thing. It's sexy as fuck is what it is because you know that he cares. It's a, a level of effort that is very sexy. But in addition to that, like I said, he could have very easily been like, hey, I'm going to go hop in the bathroom and I'll be back in 10 minutes. That's not what he did. He was like, come in with me. I want you to, you know, watch. He said, talk to me while I'm showering. But it was clear once again, he's kind of putting on a show for me. For sure he is. He's rubbing his cock and he's, you know, washing all over his abs. And I'm just watching him. I'm watching him like a fucking hawk. My eyes are not leaving this man. And again, all of these memories are swirling through me of like, well, he fucked me like this this time and he fucked me like that last time and now I get to watch him fucking stroke his cock in the shower. It was ridiculously erotic for me and it was so it was fun that was the other thing is it was like a fun light way to end a session right well it's also a way for him to leave a you know an image in your mind for the next time 
you guys are going to get together. So now all that anticipation, you know, the days leading up to him getting here and, you know, all that, that's the kind of shit you're going to remember. It's just going to make it that much hotter again when there's that, that connection. Yeah. So he cleans himself up. He towels off this gorgeous body. You walked in about that time. Was he still naked when you got here? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, and that was also kind of cool because you walked in and were, and were like, hey, it's just me. Yeah. And Leo didn't skip a beat. He was no. so... Fu- I mean, clearly an experienced guy. There are probably other guys that would have been like, what the fuck's going on No, he here? came right over and hugged me. You am know, I no get, big deal. Am I getting trapped somehow? People are very paranoid about that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, he comes over, shakes your hand. Hey, how's it going? So good to see you. Yeah. As he's standing there after he just, you know, showered an hour shower after just fucking me. Yeah. And there was no weirdness to it whatsoever. It was just so nonchalant and chill no. and cool. But it was interesting because, again, the heat that he and I had, the moment I laid eyes on you, all I could think of is, I need you to fuck me. I need you to reclaim me. And that is what this is about for us. And that is why this was such a fucking perfect experience because I realized in that moment that it was like a power bank. I was taking all of this energy from him to then give to you so that you could reclaim me. And that is the most important thing to us. And it makes me so fucking hot and bothered. Yeah. And that, listen, and you can feel, I can feel that energy. Like I didn't, I knew when I walked in the room that there was this, this heat that was happening and this connection that took place. I could tell that without knowing any of the details. Now, obviously I got pictures and videos later, but I didn't see that prior. And, you know, I can always tell by how you look and how you behave and, you know, just the energy in the room. So as soon as he got dressed and we got done chatting a little bit, we're, you know, we're going to see him again just in a few hours. He left, you went into the bathroom for a couple of minutes. I instantly went in the bedroom and got undressed. I'm like, okay, this has to happen. You need to hurry up. And I come out and you're like, you need to come in here and suck my cock. And again, the way you said it, I knew that it had worked for you just as much as it had worked for me because it was the tone in your voice. I walk into the bedroom around the corner and I see this look in your eyes like you want to fucking eat me. And I'm like, oh, yes, yes, this is what it's about. This is what it's supposed to be. Yeah, that's the that's the connection that you look for, that we look for. And I think a lot of couples like us do. Uh, We just experienced it. I mean, this uh, this past weekend with our friends, you know, it's that's. That's the reason we do what we do. Yeah. So that was my incredibly hot Leo experience. And spoiler alert, it's not the last time you're going to hear about him because I got a little naughty with him later that day again. Yeah, that night at the, sh- at the party. Yeah. And I don't think you know much of any of that. We haven't nope. really talked about it. No, so. we were. Listen, we were running and gunning after that event. We got out of there and had a lot of a lot going on for the next couple of days, which was great. So what do you think? Well, I knew it was hot, obviously, because we had amazing reconnective time. And I can always, there's always those tells, right? You know, I know instinctively that something was really good or it was explosive. Like there's, there's always a a difference between the, between the levels of experiences that you have based on how all of it feels it, it there's a smell there's a you know what i mean it's like a there's an energy a smell like pheromones? yeah it's like pheromone it's like you can like you just it's overwhelming I, I just know it which is why as soon as leo left I, like i said i didn't stop to do anything i went right in the bedroom got undressed and then as soon as you came out i was like hey this this has to happen because i could just feel it in the room i could tell it was coming from you and so you know we have this hot fucking sex you you come in start sucking my cock and instantly I couldn't take it that long anyway because I was just so fucking worked up. I wanted to fuck you. 
and just bent you over. You were on the bed with your ass up in the air and just telling me or re- retelling me what had just happened based on you and uh, yours and Leo's connection. And man, it just, it gets so fucking hot so quickly, you know, and time really does stand still in those moments because it seemed like it was like maybe 15 or 20 minutes. We had been having sex for almost an hour yeah. and it, it just, you know, it was just so fucking incredibly hot. And of course, after we're done and then we have a few minutes to kind of go, you know, reconnect in a, you know, in a different kind of way, you're telling me what's going on and giving me some idea what the experience was like from your perspective, not all the details, but really what the, what it was like emotionally. That's a huge thing. And that's, that's the piece of the hot wife experience that I think is lost on a lot of people. They don't understand that ability to have those conversations or the what it's communication, like. communication, the debriefing along with the sex and how just connected it makes you to your partner. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of people that will never get that. Well, and it's really funny. Because, well, not so much funny, but as it was kind of ironic that we had that experience literally hours before we were getting ready to host a hot wife event. Yep. You know, and so all of that energy just kind of traveled along with us that night. And I I guess I I think that's potentially why the room felt sexy to me. When we, you know, when we had that event, like we just had this experience, Leo is there. So of course I can see him and he's, you know, kind of doing his thing. You're doing your thing, but having the two of you in the room together, although there's, you know, hundred plus people there, it just made it that much hotter because of that connection. And I, I guess I could still feel the temperature, you know, it was really fucking intense. Oh, that's hot. I love that. Well, you'll hear more of Leo soon. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, that and more. There's a there's a lot more that happened. We also just recorded a bonus episode that will be going out tomorrow that I'm really excited to share. It talks a lot more in depth about our experience this weekend, maybe a couple of teasers of some fun that we have coming up. Yes. So you guys will want to make sure that you listen to that and get signed up at patreon.com slash front porch swingers. It also helps us immensely in terms of producing the show and continuing to do what we do full time. So we would love for you to check that out. Again, patreon.com slash front porch swingers for lots of bonus content, our chat group, Snapchat access, and much more. You can also find the dirtier stuff, the more naked stuff, including some stuff from Palm Springs this weekend that I shot at OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. Make sure to come follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at FP Swingers, Instagram at FPS Pod Media, and TikTok at Front Porch Swingers and Front Porch Swingers 1, and YouTube at Front Porch Swingers. And also, guys, do not hesitate to buy tickets if you plan to come to an upcoming event. You can find all of the information at members.frontporchswingers.com. Yeah, and listen, this Denver event, it's going to be going fast. Do not hesitate. You want to get on board. It's a fucking amazing party. I cannot wait for Denver. Yes, so stay tuned for so much more fun. And until then, thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everybody.